0: On tonight's show, we have actress and screenwriter, Kanisha Morgan. And now for your host, Cool Car. Welcome, everybody. Welcome everybody to episode 138. I got some music, something going on in the back over here. Hold on real quick. Let me get this out of here. All right, now we on track. (laughs) Had something playing in my background over here. But anyway, welcome everybody to episode 138. I am your host, Cool Card. This is the kick of the Cool Card show. Um, Once again, I got a great guest on tonight. Last week I had Dejore Ashwood on episode 137, so if you have not seen that episode please go back and stream that. It's it's streaming right now on YouTube. You can also listen to it on Apple and Spotify Podcasts. All right, so if you're the type that don't want to watch, you know, you don't want the visual, you can get the audio. So definitely check out that conversation. It was great. It's always good energy when me and that brother come together. He's a wealth of knowledge. Um, I coined the phrase the Deja Ashwood Institute. I've gone through that because this man has a plethora of services. Um, and actually, the guest I have on tonight has actually attended the Deja Ashwood Institute. That's how we met. And uh, she's also an actress, and she's a screenwriter. And it's something unique about her because I'll let her tell you about it. But I can't wait to get into it. Let me bring her on in. She goes by the name of Kanisha Morgan. Let's go, y'all. We, let's, let's get ready to kick it. Let's go.
1: All my am
0: Welcome to the show, Miss Kanisha Morgan.
2: Hey, welcome! Yeah. <laughs> All right, I haven't seen you in like forever, you
0: know. I know, I know. It's good to see you. Good to catch up, man. I'm glad we could get on here. And I, I know you're busy. I know you were leaving a rehearsal or something like that. So, okay. I'm, I'm thank you, thank you for just taking the time out. You know what I mean to come kick it with your boy for old times. Old times. We gotta. We
2: have to link after
0: this conversation as well so yeah for sure for sure but i see you've been moving you've been active you've been doing good you're still creating you're still acting so yeah man we're here to talk about you we're here to celebrate you it's all about you tonight but before we get into you I got to pray. Are you okay with that? I got to start my show. Let, let, let know it. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, just thank you for just guiding us here tonight. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, connecting us once again. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for Kanisha's presence. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, and the wealth and knowledge that she is going to provide for us. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for just providing her the time to just join us. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. And provide the value that she's going to provide to the viewers. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, we just thank you for love. We thank you for happiness. We just thank you for life, Lord Jesus. We thank you for food and clothes on our back. We thank you for waking us up this morning, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus. We just give you all the victory, all the glory, all the love, all the praise. Bless this interview, Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, as you always do. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah, Mm -hmm. Heavenly Father. So... Girl, I haven't seen you in forever. I know you, listen, I know you're back and forth between New York, Atlanta. You're doing your thing. You're a part of a bunch of organizations. You, like, mm-hmm. give us a little backstory because, you know, you, Dejure, he's been on the show before. So some people might have caught him. And they kind of know what he does. Give us a little backstory. You're an actress. You're a screenwriter. I got some questions for you, but just give us a little backstory and we'll get into the nitty gritty. You
2: want a, like, backstory of, like,
0: yeah, yeah, like your your acting I, journey. Your acting I, journey. Cause
2: you, okay, yeah. I, I'll tell the story. Uh, I'm going to make it as short as possible. But anyways, I probably got the acting bug definitely at the age of 15. Okay. Um, originally, I'm actually originally from Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so I was attending church. My parents were really involved with making sure that we all would go to church every okay. Sunday. So I got introduced to acting through the church. Okay. Um and yeah, I, I had this really great opportunity. It's still today my favorite play, but it's the A Man Corner by James Baldwin. And okay. so I was able to play Mrs. Jackson um in the piece. And so she was like in the beginning of the act and the end of the act or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I was about 17. Nonetheless, um <laughs> did my performance and killed it like in like Dave Chappelle was it. Killed it, right? <laughs> friends were like, yeah, they were like really connected. And if you know anything about my parents, they are not the type to actually get really emotional. So my mom was like, yeah, I could really feel that pain. And uh, my brother, my oldest brother as well was like, yeah, you know, you are definitely good. So like people at the church was like, yeah, I can see you going to Juilliard. Didn't know what that mean, meant at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: but I knew that I wanted to pursue acting, just didn't know how to do it essentially. So I graduated from high school. I was quite studious. I was salutatory of my high school class, and I got accepted to Northwestern University, not as a theater major, but as a electrical engineering student. Okay. Um, and um, and I was on campus. I met some other theater heads, and I was like, yeah, you know, I really want to be in theater. Like I really want to train. Uh, so long. Fast forward. Um, you know, Northwestern University. I didn't know at the time about the whole theater program or anything like that. I just wanted to act essentially. Mm-hmm. And uh, so <laughs> it started there. I was able to get accepted into their theater program um, as a transfer, which is kind of difficult to do. And I started training, learning classical theater, learning contemporary, like understanding the way of acting in in the professional world, essentially. Okay. So, really great opportunity, and I'm blessed to have that. So, from there, like I've, you know, I I graduated, kind of lost my way, probably within the last six to seven years. I've really been going super hard again. Yeah. Um, With going to New York and training and doing some other things. So, yeah, in a nutshell, that has been my actor's journey. And I feel like I'm in full circle because my original idea when I was 18 was like, hey, you know, I'll be an engineer and i pursue acting. And quite frankly, here I am in my 30s and I'm an engineer and I'm pursuing acting. So it's, you know, in my mind, you can always be an engineer, but you can never have theater training at Northwestern University. Right. Never. <laughs> like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Right. So uh, that's, yeah, so that's, that was the whole journey, the whole story. Um, and yeah, just, oh, and that first movie I saw was Denzel Washington, The Hurricane.
0: Denzel. He was in it.
2: And um, that's really kind of, like, when I was yeah. 15, I was like, oh, I really kind of want to do this. And then, you know, my parents got me into the drama school, uh, drama club at church.
0: At church. So kind of,
2: yeah,
0: but yeah. Speaking yeah. so, Denzel. So, yeah, because that's so, the that, that's what did it for me, too. Like, Glory. Mm-hmm. Glory is what did it for me with Denzel. I'm like, man, this this guy here is just amazing, you know? And then you yeah. just. You know, it just respect and love for the art, for acting, for what it does to you, what it conveys, what it—you know what I mean? It's just powerful. It's just powerful. And I, you know, I was telling Dior, and just like I was telling anybody else that's acting, I'm like, look, you know, when you're on set, it's like magical. It's like a yeah. magical place. It's like you're a kid again, like for real. Like it, it's when people say, you know, when you're doing what you love, it's not work, but really, you do—you will not understand being on set and and acting like really, fully, truly until you get on set. It's a magical place. The outside world does not exist. It really doesn't. You know what I'm saying? When you love it, it really doesn't. Like, it's just something special. Yeah. So...
2: I definitely would say I love the art of acting. Like... Yes. I think um, Viola Davis has a interview on Netflix with the mm-hmm. uh, Oprah Winfrey, because she just recently did her biography of her life, and she's like by far my favorite actress. I can, you know, like, yeah, like my the I, if I had half of her career, I'd be happy. Yeah, know? yeah. So um, anyway, she ended up saying like the reason why she was into acting is because it gives you the ability to emote emotions, right? Mm -hmm. And um, no one would judge that for you. And for me, it's the same thing. Like in the real world, if I was to cry and get upset about every little thing, people are gonna be like, oh, you're kind of weird. But as an actor, you get praise for emoting these emotions. So I love it because I get to express myself and how I feel at some times you know but uh but not get judged so you you know
0: what's funny you know what's funny about that that you say that because sometimes actors struggle with the vulnerability part of being an actor when it's giving you the freedom to be in, in, in everything that you ever dreamed of being and you were scared to be or do or try like but it's giving you that freedom and no one's gonna judge you But but people struggle with that, you know, like when we were acting class with Day like people struggled with that, to just be free, to just let go, to be quirky, to be yourself as well, like the true you, you know what I mean? Because we put on a facade for the world, you know, just to protect ourselves, but to really be the true you, all your tics, you know what I'm saying? All that crazy stuff that you do behind closed doors, it's time to let that out, you know, be yourself. And people struggle with that, you know what I mean? but sometimes though and and you can attest to this sometimes though people don't know that they have the freedom to do that because because of they feel like they're under a microscope especially when they're auditioning they feel like they're under a microscope and it's like can i do that should i do that i might mess up the audition i might bomb it no try that do that do two different takes do one how you feel that they want to see it and then do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like we were, like we were trained to do. But yeah, it's like some of the hardest things to do for some people. You know what I mean? Yeah, but,
2: it, it, it can be very difficult. But I feel like the more as you train as an actor um, and the more you get, get around certain teachers, they will free, up, free yeah. you up at the yeah. end of the day. So, yeah.
0: And yeah. at the same time. At the same time, though, some teachers can cripple you too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I've had some of them that that didn't allow you to be free because they were too, were too analytical, and they were you know what I mean? They criticized you way too much. It, it, it's almost like they took it personal when you didn't do something to their standard. You know what I'm saying? So then it cripples you. It hurts some. It you know it hurts your self esteem, your confidence, and you feel like you can't ever get anything right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
2: definitely know what you mean. Yeah, yeah I've been around some teachers that were harsh. Yeah. Like, especially when I was at Northwestern, there was this one teacher, she was my acting coach, but she was just really straightforward and too, like, bam. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, I think everyone in her class at least once throughout the three years of training cried because she was, <laughs> like, you know, she was, um, you know, she would just give it straight to you. And, um, but I think it's good to have different, teachers because you're going to have different directors and they're all going to work with you in a different way at the end of the day yeah. right yeah. and some of them are going to be super amazing other ones are going to be like buttholes right mm-hmm. so it gives you that ability to adapt whenever you need to yeah when you're,
0: listen when you're when you're going into that environment or that stage and you're not confident already and you're trying to learn and you're not sure of yourself or, and you're not sure of the the choices and then you got somebody barking down your neck like you should know and you're just trying to learn that's what kills your confidence you know so it's, it's just all about the teacher and if you get a teacher like that anybody's watching if you get a teacher like that and you're you're new to it run right. run you might want to come back to him when you're seasoned and you know you know you're confident in your choices and you can just take that constructive criticism and use it and, and strengthen yourself but if you're new to it and you're not confident it's not it's gonna kill you it's gonna hurt you so yeah yeah yeah. One thing, one thing we got in common too, though. I'm a theater minor, so I really feel like people from theater are like the strongest, the strongest actors, man. Like I feel like that's the core of acting. It teaches you so much, you know. I think people. I want to say no, no. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me reel that back in. I don't want to say that people who have not done theater are not strong. I'm not saying that, but I, it's just something. Ah, oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Look at Denzel. I mean, look at Denzel. Look at Morgan Freeman. Look at uh, who else? Uh, There's God. a slew of people. Yeah. Samuel
2: Jackson. Yes.
0: Denzel
2: Washington. Viola Davis. Yes. Pearl Street.
0: You uh, can see. You can just feel the fabric. You could feel, you know what I'm saying? It's the consistency of those people. You see the cloth that they're cut from. It's different. It's just mm-hmm. different, you know, for me. And I know it's different for you because you come from theater. It's just different. I'm not saying it's better, but it's very, very strong. It's very, very strong. It, it's it's almost like hypnotizing when you watch them. Mm-hmm. It's just different, you know? So. Yeah, did you
2: see the um, Dave Chappelle special on Netflix where they uh, they were going to name the yeah. theater after him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, you know, he talks about that. He came to Duke Ellington School, right? Yeah. He had no desires to be an actor, Mm. But he got the training, and he said to be a good comedian, you had to learn how to be a good actor, you know, yeah. so, um, you know, acting roots in a lot of things for a lot of people helps with public speaking. It helps with being a comedian, it helps with, <laughs> helps yeah. with being a singer. I know some really phenomenal singers who trained in theater to help them sing better, so yeah,
0: stage presence, yeah, yeah, yeah. project yeah, stage cool. presence, all that, yeah, yes, indeed. Let's talk about you though. You're very skilled. One thing I can say about Kanisha, when we were in class, she was the most grounded. I'm telling you, like <laughs> this girl is still calm but powerful. You know, like you'll see. I, I got a, I got a clip. You're gonna watch. You know, show you, show your skills off. Yeah, it's a good little four minute clip too. Because I want to talk about. First, let's talk about this. So you got into acting. When did you start realizing that you wanted to be a screenwriter, you know, write your own material?
2: (laughs) I think it's, um, you know, it involved, I feel like. Um, I think it's part of me writing started when I was in New York City and it's just, you know, I was going through a lot in the city. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, to be quite frank, you know, I was like, I was around a whole bunch of African-Americans and then I came to New York City in the training and I was around people of all nas- nationalities. So I just felt like I just need to express myself in a way to relate to my culture, to mm-hmm. relate to my own being. Um, and so I started to do more writing because I think, you know, I think as an African-American woman, it's important to tell our stories. Yeah, and uh, for me, I like to tell stories about about Black women, um, even some of the trials that we go through, yeah. and yeah. So it, it, it varies, but yeah, it started it started to evolve from there. Um, being a screenwriter and kind of doing things like that, and just kind of playing with content uh, as well, um, just expressing myself, but in a very funny way. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. So that's. That's how, that's when I started to get more into screenwriting. And I started to work with other people who were like, hey, you know, I kind of like what you're doing. I like the style of acting you have. I want you to help me co-write a production. I want you to help me co-write this. And it's always good to work with different people. So I take it always with a learning opportunity and an opportunity to just grow better as an artist.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say you have a trend you have a trend you have a trend in your writing and it it involves tackling social injustice issues mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. of times and i got a clip i got a clip that you know is kind of tackling that a little bit and it's dealing with what's you know something that's kind of like big in the news right now too is like abortion right oh, I'm talking
2: about it.
0: yeah 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 so yeah. like Just so, so from coming from being in, you know, around a bunch of African-Americans and then going to the melting pot or whatever, was that something, did you see something? Did you experience something? Did you go through something that made you want to kind of, uh, inform others through your writing? Like, cause, cause a lot of it's about social injustice. Uh,
2: when I was in North, uh, when I was in uh, New York, no, you know, actually, actually it was rooted from Northwestern actually, one time I was on campus and I saw this flyer and they were talking about that particular issue, right? Okay. Um, and um, I thought it was very fascinating because uh, and I started to research more about the issue regarding like African-American women and like things like that. And I discovered that we are, we're typically are the ones that do that, like a lot more, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more than any other race. Yeah. And so sure. think about like why would we do something like that, right? Um and there's also this really wonderful play that's called Rachel by Angelina Grim Grimke. Grimkey. Excuse okay. me, Angelina Grimkey, who um it's based off of like a, it's a lynching play. And anyway, so Rachel she started off wanting to have babies and get married, and after, at the end of the play, she loses her mind and doesn't want to have children or get married anymore. Okay. So, to me, it was, you know, this because she realized how the African American experience is yeah. for for herself, for her family. She does not want to pass that on to her next generation. So, I feel like sometimes that is the undertone yeah. for African American women, and so that is the reason why we have a tendency to abort our children more than any
0: other race. It is. It is. It is kind of scary when you really think about it. Let's get into this clip though, so we can. And it's this is your writing, so right. This is your writing.
2: Yes. And you're and you're, and
0: you're starring in it. Okay. All right. Called yeah. oh, Rachel's real. I got that right. Rachel's real.
2: Rachel's reason, which Rachel's is the reason, why reason I was talking about. Yeah, which is the reason why I was talking about Rachel because it's kind of based a little bit entwined
0: with that. Okay. The uh, with
2: the play. Mm-hmm. All right. That's like. Cool. Mm -hmm.
0: all right let's get it it's like four minutes long but we enjoy it's good let's go
2: okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Just a long night. What y'all doing anyways? Y'all got plans? No. Great. We're celebrating tonight. Make sure baby sister's present. It's gonna be a party. Girl, you always got something planned. It's okay to chill sometime. So I can be boring like you? Just be at my place at 8 tonight. believe that i looked like that throw it away absolutely not you swear you were the cutest little thing why was my hair like that mom did your hair and we all know mom Mom can't can't do hair (laughs) (laughs) that's why i started doing my own hair at six (laughs) the devil is a liar tell her y'all know i have been a licensed hairstylist for years yeah you've also been a licensed tax preparer too a licensed real estate agent Oh, don't forget she's also a licensed chef but we ain't never tasted our food. Mm-hmm. Y'all can go to hell. <laughs> oh, see, I told you the devil. <laughs> <laughs> oh ladies, I gotta go take a shit. and I, Becca. It's natural. Control. Heffa, why didn't you say anything? What the hell are you talking about? You're such a nosy ass person. Seriously, Rachel, are you pregnant? That's none of your business. Oh, I will go through the trash can again. Yes, I'm fucking pregnant. That's so awesome. You look disappointed. I am so happy for you. I'm gonna be an auntie. Auntie Becca. I can hear it now. You want some wine? I need a drink. Well, you cannot be serious. You are pregnant. That's why I didn't want to say anything. I want to be pregnant. And you're acting like this is a curse. See, I knew there was a reason why you wanted to have the party tonight. Yeah, and an abortion party. You're going to rot for that. Hey, please, hey, everybody, just calm down. Just because I don't want to have a baby does not make me evil. You know that she wants a baby with John. I don't want to bring a black baby into this world that hates them. What? Deandre Ballard on a college campus shot dead because he looked threatening. Black girls And being raped, nobody says anything. R. Kelly been doing it for years. In schools, black children are more likely to be labeled as a problem. Why would I bring a child into a world like that?
0: Hmm. Hmm. Number one, some good acting. Number two, though, some good writing. And the message is heavy.
1: Yes.
0: So Yeah, so I was just watching your stuff, and I'm like, man, she does a lot of this social injustice stuff. Like, you mm-hmm. must have. Is that a passion for you? Do you feel like that's a passion for you, to speak on that, to get that word out, to be a voice? Yeah, I I definitely
2: think um, part of my art is activism. Okay. Right? Um, And I think that's important. I think art is a great way to educate people without like throwing it like literally in their faces. Yeah. So uh, for me, yes, acting is a way to advocate, be an advocate of some sort. Um, And you can tell powerful stories with it.
0: Do you identify with that message do you do you feel like that do you feel like yeah maybe I don't want to have kids because I don't want to bring it into this crazy world
2: uh that's why uh, I've always referenced Rachel by um Angelina Green Mm Key. just because I do at times feel that way yeah like definitely definitely would not I want to bring children into this world that's a little chaotic and crazy right So um, that is, yes, to a degree, that is what, how I feel um, at times. And then other times I would love to, you know, have a whole bunch of kids running
0: around. Yeah. I feel you. I do feel you. I have kids of my own and I I think about that. I'm like, man, you know, you know, I have kids, love, love my kids, all that. Right. But then I think about the crazy world and I'm just like, man, I don't, I don't want to bring any more into this. You know, and it's like I live my life for my kids as far as, you know, being there for them, raising them the right way, protecting them, just their, you know, their best interests at heart at all times. And I think about this world and it's like, dang, you know, I'm responsible for their upbringing, for their protection, to grooming them the right way, the, the you know, instilling the right things into them. But most of all, it's, like, just protecting them. But, you know, you can't be there at every moment. You can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't hold their hand every step of the way. But it's like, dang. It's almost like I, I can't really explain it, man. It's a feeling of, like, you know, it's, it's not about me anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not, I don't worry about me. I don't worry about my safety. I pray for my children's safety, for health, and just... The things that they have to deal with. Praying that they don't have to deal with certain things. You know what I'm saying? Certain things don't come their way. And, and you know, like you said, you think about, do I want to bring a kid into this? Because this it's only getting worse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's only yeah. getting worse. So, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. But, but, given the right partner, you're, you're saying you probably would have children?
2: Yeah, I yeah 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 I feel like you're I not
0: gonna had, block the blessing but you, you uh,
2: yeah i wouldn't block the blessing, but uh just yeah, heavy feel, on you uh i feel like i just had this conversation with one reference yesterday literally <laughs> but um uh, but yeah so yeah if this is the right person then definitely um i may even adopt children there's so many for me there's so many brown brown and black babies in the adoption world you can just Adopt them. Yeah, um, that's my philosophy as well. So yeah, yeah. So
0: there's a lot of things you can you can do and be an advocate for. Okay, okay. Let's talk about the Black Woman's Hair mono series, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Are you the first? First and foremost, are you going to continue that? (laughs) It's crazy. And how did you come up with that?
2: It came from like someone assaulting me about my hair when I was in New York. It was oh, wow. Um, and was just like, you know. Was it blatant? I, I, huh?
0: Was it blatant?
2: It wasn't like a blatant thing. I just think he just didn't know. It, it clearly wasn't a black person, right? Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I was just getting annoyed with the questions of like, why is your hair so tightly cold? It's just, that's what God gave me to be. You know? That's, it was like, not like that, but it was just like, you know, her hair is all poofy. Why doesn't your hair do that? Well, she's a different person, you know? We're different Black people. Right. So my hair is different from her. It's, you know, just, like, little comments like that, like microaggressions is what yeah, they call it.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, um, And so it came from there where I was just like, you know, screw you all. Like, I don't say all this stuff about your hair, or you're being bald, or you're fat, or you're ugly, you know? Um, and then it just kind of go into this girl named Mel, and she's being weird and dorky, almost like a an awkward black girl right mm-hmm. um, and so yeah so that's kind of like how it started was just I was dealing with these microaggressions um, that I didn't always like and um, I started to evolve the character a little bit more will I do it uh, I'm not really sure I was thinking about kind of changing it you know following the trends more mm-hmm. on social media instead of just writing content um, like do stuff with the songs like on TikToks and yeah. like mix it it so I was thinking about that, but I've lately I've been just super busy with doing a lot of stuff. I just have to make time for it. So when I make time for it, I'll think I'll get into it. But right now I'm like working on fitness and my job and acting. So
0: and acting, yeah. right? Got you. So I'm gonna show one. Can I? Can I show one?
2: Show one, whichever one.
0: I, I yeah. have a It, it very... might. It might give you some inspiration. <laughs> I'm you might crazy. you might get off this interview tonight and do one. Why not, right? You never
2: know. You never know. <laughs> well, my lights act right. um I might actually do it. I got got. Oh my gosh, the lights. um being It's
0: all good. It's gonna work out. It's all good. It is. It's I'm just, patient. It's-, it, it's anything goes on my show, so it's whatever. You know, when your lights get to working and your internet come back on, then we commence. You know what I'm saying? So it's all. Right.
2: Good and it comes
0: on in like 30 seconds done this three times oh wow well guess yeah, what if it does it again it's all, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's all- Done
2: it three times this tonight and i'm like almost i'm gonna have to call georgia power because i had to cuss them out another time but anyway you'll be very surprised what i have to do but yeah i'm gonna have to call them tomorrow
0: about it so. <laughs> oh, good. it'll work out it always it work- out. <laughs> all right let's go to mail. No, yes, no. Alright. This is the Black Woman's Hair Mono series mm-hmm. by yours truly.
2: Wait. I was the side chick. I'm not the side chick.
0: Daughter. I will
2: make you my side chick too. Be fat. Lose weight. Lizard always talks about self-acceptance. Yeah, she's fat and single too. Wow do you want to be fat no when you lose that weight do it for yourself make him wish he was with you. you just need that brutal honesty i love you dad <laughs> that's, that's honestly my dad like a hundred percent like when i was younger i think i was in co- college and he was like you're a little too fat like literally oh wow so, yeah that is a hundred percent like my dad um but you know you kind of need that brutal honesty sometimes but yeah he was just like yeah you're too fat and you look like michelle obama oh wow yeah it was so funny it was i mean i I chuckle about it now but some people are like oh your dad's like but that's just my dad so
0: hey man he only wants the best for you
2: right so that is honestly my father
0: you know, it's funny though. I don't touch on this much because I know women are sensitive about, you know, weight and all that type of stuff. But it's funny because it's like a man can be brutally honest with what you don't like about yourself and you get mad at us about it. Like you complain about oh, I gotta get this weight off me. I can't fit my clothes, this that and a third, and let us say, I'm gonna lose some weight. You're a little you know, you're a little overweight, and y'all go off on us. Like, what's that about? <laughs> Yeah. You yeah. just don't want to hear it. It's like, I know it, but I don't want you to, you know what I mean? So Yeah, please don't
2: say it. Um, <laughs> I don't think y'all say it, but then do say it. I feel like my dad, I never went off on him. I just was like, okay, you know, like, right. <laughs> all right. right.
0: I think it's just like, you know, it's somebody antagonizing you and you're already, you already got this internal struggle going on. hmm that's probably what it is. And it's just to set you off, right? Right. Yeah, and we can't. Down.
2: Yeah, that's just.
0: Yeah. yeah we, we I, my mom's
2: we... really honest, too, so.
0: Oh, good. You need it. I mean, you're honest, too. So you get it from them. Don't try to be. <laughs> no, you're, you're honest. You get it from them. Trust me, yeah. you get it from them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like people like you because I that's Man, listen. I have to reel myself back in, cause I whatever what is it, whatever is on my mind is coming out. Especially yeah. if I'm pissed off or irritated. Please, yeah. I don't care about your feelings. Not at all.
2: <laughs> I don't
0: care about your feelings, I'm gonna tell you how it is. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Hey, talk about working with um in NYC with the Trailblazers. What's that about? Oh,
2: child, that's a lot of stuff. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh the Trailblazers, yeah. So they're New York City. They have this Trailblazer, which is a virtual um, theater company. So through, throughout the pandemic, I've been working still in New York City through virtual various virtual productions. Okay. And um, I had this opportunity to do their short short shorts festival mm-hmm. um, this past. I don't know, maybe like the last what? what like I, actually, last month it was last month because um, last month was June, right? So about two yeah. three weeks. I mm-hmm. uh, got, got this opportunity to work with some uh, wonderful New York-based artists um, within the Short Short Festival. Okay. Um, production, um, this really nice story about uh, a Black... Well, yeah, it's a story. It could be a story about any woman, but this struggle of living in poverty and having the ability to go out and work for the, you know the wealthy... Right. and then steal on them because they're not going to miss it so it's just you know di- different it's a very interesting story about how this woman is trying to survive and provide for her family and is stealing from the wealthy to do so and then her brother ad- ad- confronts her about it right mm-hmm. so love story regarding that and i love i love deep stories different emotions so that was the opportunity i um, to be quite honest, I just look through Playbill a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: If they have like virtual productions going on, I submit, I submit, submit. Sometimes people reach out to me via social media because um, i have like connected with other people. So yeah, so that's really what the New York City Trailblazer is. Is actually is specifically working with
0: um, virtual productions and in particular with people of color. Can you kind of explain what what is a virtual production for people that don't know?
2: Yeah, so virtual production is like things are being done on Zoom, so uh, so we're using Zoom as a way to tell the stories. Hmm. So we're editing Zoom. Um, we're having virtual backgrounds.
0: Um, so you're actually acting on Zoom, or you're telling a story?
2: No, we're actually acting
0: on Zoom. Oh wow! So,
2: yeah, it's the whole the whole thing. So every oh, it's. So it's like theater, but still it's kind of film. Yeah. Still. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's yeah, all of that is being done virtually via Zoom, and um, and sometimes people are recording it and then editing it like a movie almost. Okay. So actually, um, the co-production that the well, the our co-wrote a play called No Justice with this wonderful woman named Dana Hall. Okay. Um, and it's about. An African American woman going to a therapist, a young girl, and her struggling with race um, within the, like a PWI, and dealing with the issues that she has at home personally with her mom' health issues, um, but she's, you know, telling all this stuff to this um, therapist, right? And the therapist is white, so when she first comes on, the therapist, uh, the black girl's like, "Hey, I want a black therapist. You can't understand." But right. she just finds out that it's more than just about race. They connect about being, you know, having love for their mother. They connect about just various things. So, um, but then also the therapist is getting educated about the African American
0: experience as and, well. And this was a virtual production as well.
2: Yes, it was a virtual production that we co-wrote, called and, no and you. It was you put it in festivals. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So we put in, um, to a couple of, uh, festivals, excuse me. And there was one that was based in North Carolina theater company during, and this was during the pandemic.
0: Okay. Um, so there was a
2: woman's theater, um, women's theater, uh, women's, theater uh, women's festival, fringe festival, mm-hmm. uh, that we were able to do it for. Um, so we did it. Uh, we got the best virtual production for the festival. I was mentioned um, as one of the best actors um, oh, for it. Dope. So it's like, it was really nice. Um, and like I said, just connecting, connecting with other artists around, yeah. around the U.S. Yeah.
0: Okay. And what are, you, what are you working on now? You said you came from rehearsal, right?
2: Yeah, so once again, it's um, something that's being done virtually. Uh, and actually it's a connection from New York City. Okay. So um, at the theater, uh, at the training I did, uh, so this lady named Karen Kohouse, she has a director's workshop. Um, and so she invites her students that she, you know, likes their work to come mm-hmm. and audition for the directors. And these directors are New York City-based directors. Some of them have been on Broadway. You know, good things, good, you know, get in there, start talking to people, Right. Um, It's a really good opportunity, and I'm doing uh, Doubt. Yeah, Doubt, which some of you might know it from the film where Viola Davis was in, in Emerald Street. Doubt was actually... I have seen that. Yeah, you should definitely see it. It's phenomenal. Um, It deals with Catholicism, priests abusing uh, children, Mm. a little bit of race, mother fighting for her son, it's a, it's a deep story, but a lot is told within, I don't think the play is that
0: long. I think it's maybe like 50 pages. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So really short play. You, you have a desire to do Broadway? Think oh you- yeah,
2: definitely. would love to do Broadway. Um, I, yeah. Like the way that Viola Davis career has transpired, like yeah i would love to be on broadway then from broadway go to film and television and have roles from there yeah i would definitely if i could yeah um and i i do believe that i would probably book a broadway show definitely yeah -hmm.
0: i i have yeah i i would not turn down a broadway show either myself i wouldn't i don't know they get paid really well. I know they do. I got. A yeah. really, I got. A, well, I ain't gonna say a really good friend. I don't. I don't the connection is not there anymore. But I had a really good friend who's like really deep into into it, and now she's directing on off Broadway. And but she's been in everything. You name it, everything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Co star, lead, whatever, everything. And yeah, that's had, good. She sings her behind off too. I didn't even know she could sing at first. I I didn't even know she could sing. But yeah, she went to like uh, NYU, you know, acting theater all that. But yeah, she's everything. Traveling, Broadway, the whole yeah. lot. So I was like, yeah, man, I would because, you know, like I said, I I grew up theater, you know, even in my school plays and stuff like that. Theater, theater, theater. Then I, you know, I'm a minor. And I haven't been there in so long, you know, so it would be kind of cool to just get back there to my roots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think, would, I think it would do me good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, definitely do it. I definitely and definitely look on Playbill because you'd be surprised, like the opportunities they have on Playbill. Okay. Um, yeah. You can always submit and just. I, I'm always I'm a person that's like, let's just submit and see what happens. Okay? Right.
0: Right. I, well, I mean, you, you stay busy, so submit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, man, I feel like every connection is a connection. Sometimes I do get paid. Like ironically, like a lot of those virtual productions I was doing, I got paid for those. Oh. Whether it's like you know a small, a small stipend or a larger stipend, yeah. but it was good. As you're an actor. you know, like you always want to get paid, right? Exactly. Yeah. Get paid so, for your work. It yeah. Good.
0: It's, it feels good. It feels good to get paid for your work. Period. Like, you period. know what I mean? Whether it's a couple hundred bucks or whatever, it feels good to get paid for your work.
2: It does. It feels good. Because that's, that's
0: what we're striving for. We're striving to make a living doing what we love to do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If somebody sees the value and they're willing to pay it, man, okay, boom, that's a win, you know?
2: That's a win. It's uh, yeah. a win.
0: Self-analysis. What's one What's one thing that you feel that you could be doing better to catapult you in the direction that you're headed?
2: I have more risk, definitely. Take more risk? Mm-hmm. Take more risk. Okay. Bigger risk.
0: Like um, what? like what what do you feel you that you're holding yourself back from you know we all know what we hold ourselves back from. like
2: um you know like i have a deep desire to go out to la right i
0: want
2: to be more calculated than i was when i went out to new york um Mm -hmm. and uh i just need to do it you know at the end of the day i just need to take the risk and fully commit to just being the artist Mm -hmm. uh You know, I always want to have a plan, and sometimes the plan might may not be what I need it to be. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like sometimes I need to take bigger risks within the acting world. Like just, just
0: go for it. Yeah. You know what you got to do. We all know what we have to do. We all know what we're holding ourselves back from. We all know, whether whether we admit it or not, we all know that you know I I should be doing this. I have a desire to do this. I haven't done it. Why? Why haven't I not taken the steps? We all know. You know? We don't always confess it, but we all know. We all know. Yeah,
1: oh, we do. Do. It. do it. We
0: do. Yeah, just do it. I'd say just do it, man. Well, yeah, you. I'm not gonna do it. I'm I'm gonna do it. Yeah, just do it right. Just do it right. That's it. At the end of the day, just do it right. Figure out the plan. When you when you commit to that idea that how can I make it happen? Not, man, I can't make it happen. How can I? Your brain works differently. And it's mm-hmm. going to figure out ways. And it's going to make a way. And God's going to make a way. That universe makes a way. So just say, how can I make it happen? Figure it out.
2: Yeah. I mean, I believe, I definitely believe, like, God has always ordered my step in it. Yeah. Like, in acting. And sure. the fact that I was able to get into Northwestern's theater program as a transfer, like, yeah. that was all God. Like, yeah. there was nothing else. I was the third, I was, like, the third or fourth person on the waiting list. I, they, you know, and they only accept 100 people. And I was oh, still wow. the third or fourth person on it. And, yeah, it, it was just, it was all led by it. Um, even me going to New York was definitely God-ordained. Um, right. But like, I didn't have that much money. I just kind of was like, "Hey, I'm leaving," yeah. and I got to New York City. And within 24 hours, I got a job. So, wow. um, yeah, it was just bam, 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 bam. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. think that um, yeah. I do take leaps of faith. That God has always been there for me, no matter what. He's always there for me, and um, he's been guiding me through everything.
0: Um, Absolutely.
2: And when I'm not connected to that higher being like for me when I'm not connected you know my my whole flow is off
0: yeah you feel the difference you know the difference yeah trust me I know
2: yeah yeah. I think whatever because everyone's you know everyone has their religion their beliefs I always tell people that whatever your belief is I think it's important to have you know you have that higher being that you're connected with mhm um, And I think that's important because I know people who are not Christians, right? Mm -hmm. And they love the people, they're Hindus, they pray for me, I pray for them, we're Muslim, they they pray for me, I pray for them, we're totally different religions. Right. We still believe in God. So yeah. So I think, you know, I say all that to just say like it's just important to be connected to our heart being.
0: Yeah. So you stay connected, you go to LA Mm
2: -hmm.
0: for it. Go for it. Just go for it.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go for it. Yeah, sure. I'm, i I'll I have, see you there. Have, one, <laughs> two, three. I have maybe six more months here, like in this apartment, because I, I signed a lease. Okay. And then after that, I'll you know figure what I'm gonna do.
0: Figure it out, make it happen. I said I'll meet you there. I'll see you there.
2: Yeah, we definitely connect. Either that, or we'll you know get a uh, get a little small efficiency, and we can just rent it out, and we can all just you know contribute to the rent, and then whenever we need to go to LA, we can just. Be there at that party. <laughs> That's
0: what I was thinking. Like a Hey, room. See, now your mind's working. <laughs>
2: get
0: up, Ashley. See <laughs> if you want to do it.
2: We have four people going four ways. Like you, you know, back. Ashley's
0: adventurous. She might want to take you know. Yeah, Ashley, yeah, Ashley is definitely. I've mentioned it
2: to her a few times. She's like, hmm, oh, sounds like a good idea. So we'll see if I can get like a a, a little group going. A
0: collective, so. yeah, yeah, make it work. Yeah, just get the right people though. Make sure they're yeah. responsible, because they, they responsible. could be good. Yeah, they could be good friends and good people, but they they may not be responsible. So just make sure they're responsible. Yeah,
2: I've got oh. some ride riders.
0: I do. All right, good. Make it happen. Make it happen. See, That's what I want to see you in i A. I'm taking make this show to L A. That's what I'm doing. Oh, okay. New York or it. Where, wherever it, it be, it yeah, whatever I'm network one. <laughs>
2: I'll be something for you, whatever you need me to hold, I'll be doing that for you. <laughs> you know I'm crazy. You know listen, I'm good for
0: that. Listen, vulnerable. I'm 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 gonna help people, man. Just trust and believe that I'm gonna help people. You know, we got a little network, man. You know.
2: The whole network that was connected from Bajor.
0: So. Yep. I just told him that last week. I was like, Man, thank you for connecting me with all the people, you know what I'm saying? Like good people, you know. So yeah. Really amazing. Trust him believe, trust him believe. And I went to his uh I went to his rap party Saturday. You know, wow. a, lot, a lot of people saw a lot of old faces, you know what I'm saying? New faces. It was cool. It was real cool.
2: Was
0: you know, awesome. you, gotta, you gotta show up one day. I
2: do have the show up. I do have the show. I've been super busy. Yeah, I, actually, I haven't actually spoken to him in a while, so I I said I
0: was going to reach out to him. Show up. Yeah. Yeah, show, show up. up. For old time's right. sake.
2: For old time's sake, absolutely.
0: For old time's sake, yes. Well, listen, thank you for coming on tonight, blessing us with your presence, your energy, your knowledge, your experience, all that. You know what I'm saying? All that. Tell everybody where they can find you.
2: Oh, you can find me on all social media platforms. as Kanisha L. Morgan. Um, on Instagram, it's like at L, Kanisha L. Morgan. You can find me on Facebook, Michelle Morgan. You can find me on TikTok, Michelle Morgan. Any of those.
0: So yeah, just just look me up. <laughs> yeah. Look her up, follow her, and just be on the lookout, man. She's doing her thing. She's working. She is a great actress. She's a great writer. So y'all just, just follow her. Trust me. You never know. You never know. You never know where you're going to see her. Just like I tell you, you never know who you, I'm going to have on this show. I'm here every Tuesday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, kicking it with somebody like Kanisha, giving y'all the game, giving you the free game, giving you value. Man, peace and love. We are out of here. Sorry for the. Th- I ain't going to say it, no. Ain't no sorries. It is what it is. It was a great show. Thank you, Kenesha, for blessing us. All
2: right. No, thank you. And yes, I mean, we could say sorry if we want to, but this no, is not. No, we're not going to oh, apologize. My it had nothing to do with me. <laughs> I got to cut out Georgia Power in the, in the morning. That's I... <laughs> it's all
0: good, but we finished it. It was a great show. We had a great conversation. So that's all that matters, right? All that
2: matters. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Many blessings continue being great. Go to LA. I will.
2: I'll
0: see you there. We out of here, y'all. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>